Listen at 91.5 KUNV. I'm your host, Karen Jean Charles, and I'm here with Cricket Friend, a student at UNLV, and we're talking about first-generation students today. A first-generation college student is defined as the first person in the family to attend college or the first person in the family to attend college and obtain a a degree. There is a lot of pride and pressure that comes with being a first-generation student. Expectations are high for students to make names for themselves, to succeed, to get well-paying jobs, and many other things. But college is complicated and can be incredibly scary if you go in without being able to ask for help from your family or the ins and outs of college. Nationally, of the 7.3 million undergraduates attending a four-year public and private colleges and universities, about 20% are first-generation students. About 50% of all first-generation students in the U.S. are from low-income families. These students are most likely to be a member of a racial or ethnic minority group. A lot of challenges are stacked up against us, and it's important to not only familiarize yourself with support systems if possible, but mentorships and advice from other people who have gone through the same thing that you're going through. So before we get into it, you're listening to You Gonna Listen at 91.5 KUNV. I'm your host, Karen Jean Charles, and once again, I'm here with Cricket Friend, and we're talking about being a first-generation student today. So first, I want to thank you for coming. Can yeah, you tell thank me you your for having me? <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> Can you tell me your name, major, and a little bit about yourself? Sure. So my name is Cricket Friend. Um, I'm a senior. Uh, my last semester here at UNLV. Nice. Uh, I'm majoring in finance. It's been a wild ride getting to that point, but I, I finally made it. Nice. Um, and a little bit about me. Um, I am a first generation student. Um, my dad went to college for a semester and a half or so. Um, and then ended up going in the Army, so he didn't actually finish his degree. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit more about how I, what I do on campus. Um, I have two on-campus jobs, so I'm constantly you know, learning from other students and hearing about other people's stories. Um, I also am the president of the First Generation Club at UNLV. Period. So, <laughs> so I you know, organize a big organization of over 100 members to try to give community for first-generation students, give mm-hmm. them a voice, and give them the resources that they need. Because a lot of first-generation students, they go into school and they have no idea what to look for, who to talk to. Yeah. And that's kind of what our organization is for, is to have a community of people say, to show that they're not the only person in the situation mm-hmm. and to kind of give them all the resources they can so they can get the full college experience. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Look at you being the president, period. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what was the first day on campus like for you? First day on campus for me, um, I kind of want to tie it back to like my very first time being on the university campus, mm, um, knowing that I was going to be a student. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up looking around. Um, I got advice from an, a, a mentor I was on because mm-hmm. um, I was originally part of the Honors College, and I had a mentor that was uh, assigned to me. And one of his key things was, you know, find out where your classes are since it's a big campus. Yeah. So I ended up walking around uh, campus just to figure out what the buildings were, where they were, and, you know, how, how I was going to track around, <laughs> you know, how I was going to track from one class to the other. And um, it was really interesting because one of my professors I actually had, it was a photography class I was taking, mm. was very much just like, hey, I'm here, you know, let's chat and let's figure out your your experience here. And she found out it was my very first semester. I'm a first generation. So mm. it's just like, I got you, you know, and, yeah. and, you know, having those people around you and knowing that there are other people out there that are like, you know what, I got you. I know your situation. I know what you've been through. And mm-hmm. 
And that was kind of for me. And just going through the first day of school and just classes, like going back and forth, figuring out, you know, the syllabus day that everyone seems to always know mm. about. And, you know, just, <laughs> you know, figuring out that, wow, I'm actually a college student and I'm, you know, finishing, I'm tr- going toward the goal that I want to accomplish, which is, you know, end up with a, gra- a graduate with an undergrad degree. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, just trying to get through life and a situation that, I have no background of really from mm-hmm. my family or anyone around me in, in my uh, friend group or anything like that. Yeah. But you're almost done. You're about to graduate. I'm, I'm so ready. proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, I, I'm so ready to be done. It's been four years. And, you know, I know there's a lot of students that sometimes that four years is not doable. And I got mm. I got lucky being stay, staying in the same business school, um, just changing slightly degrees. And I changed it at the right time so I wasn't, like, behind anything. And mm-hmm. now I'm debating if I want to go into the workforce first or if I want to do master's first. I'm mm. not sure what I want to do yet. So Talk I'm still working on it. that. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Like, you over here doing your thing. I see you. I'm trying, man. <laughs> I, I swear, you know, starting out <laughs> college, I was a commuter student going back and forth. Mm, home, school, ho- come home, do homework, sleep, and repeat. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Finally, being able to be involved on campus, you know, have a job on campus and everything, it's it's been an eye-opener just to know what's out there mm-hmm. and what opportunities you can kind of have and get that full college experience of, you know, interacting with people rather than just going home, mm. doing homework, going yeah. to sleep, come back for class, and that's it, you know? That's why I'm really glad that, like, I mean, just a little background with uh, Cricket and I, we both work at the intersection, and that's how we met, and, like... Just going to the intersection, like, that was my first experience. I'm just like, oh, so college can be cool, okay? Because, like, I was, you know, one of those people just come on campus. I would, like, dress real cute and just be like, okay, but I still have no friends, though. Like, ain't nobody here, though. And I would just go home. And then, like, I just, um, Dr. M, you know Dr. M. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, but... she got me into intersection. <laughs> she got me into knowing everything mm-hmm. and, and living your best life on campus, right. man. She, she's the go-to. She's right. the OG. <laughs> and she works at the intersection, too. So if y'all ever want to visit, I mean, like, right now, like, when campus is open and stuff, like, the intersection is right next to the information desk and the student unions. We have a food pantry in there. Like, this is a little bit of a promo for the intersection, but <laughs> we have, like, food in there um you can like have people look at your resume sometimes and just like get information if you're confused so i might be in there sometimes if you're lucky um (laughs) but yeah so how did your family affect your education is there a lot of pressure though i mean with being the first um the oldest sibling Mm. and uh being that role model for my siblings it's it's definitely been, you know, a decent amount of pressure, you know, because you know that your younger siblings are looking up for you, looking mm. up to you. And, and like, I've always said, like, if I can show and make the path mm. that they know that they could follow, at least they know, okay, well, I've, you know, Cricket's done it, so I can continue to, to go that same route. Um, and I think, you know, just with family in general, like, my family is super proud that I'm almost ready to finish. And they're like, you know, you've gotten through all the struggles, especially mm. with right now with a pandemic. It's, yeah. it's really difficult. And, and you know, with what I've always told people like right now, everyone, it seems like, is a first-generation student right mm. now because everyone's learning how to do school remote, how to do it in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a whole new thing, especially. And, you know, unfortunately, my, my family is, you know, upset that the graduation will be a virtual rather than, you know, regular full ce- celebration and commencement. Yeah. But, you know, you know... It's something you got to deal with sometimes, mm-hmm. and you gotta you gotta live with you know the situation at hand and make the best of it. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned that you're the oldest sibling. I cannot relate because I'm the baby in the family. But um, 
like now you're your siblings connect through UNLV. And I think that's, I mean, like not just, you know, they can go anywhere, right. but like, you know, go to UNLV, y'all. I, my, I got my, bro- my youngest brother going in next semester, nice. so I got it. I, I'm already hooking him up. Like, okay, you need to talk to Dr. M. You need to be a first-generation mm-hmm. club. Like, you got to do this, this, and this. Yeah. Trust me, I'm 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 pushing it. <laughs> have him become an intern, you know, have him talk to Dr. M. Right, like, right. Dr. M is the hookup. I also like to shout out Dr. Barlow because, you know, I need to show my, my girl love. Like, we have the same birthday, but, you know, not that I'm going to say. We both Leos, you know, Leo gang. But, um... What do you do when the pressure gets too high? Like, how do you relieve the stress? For me, um, because I really like to listen to music and just kind of jam out. Mm. Um, my go-to, if I'm in a stressful moment or, you know, things are getting hard for me, my thing is to close my door, lock the door, and just jam out to music. I love just listening to music, sometimes singing to it. Okay. You know, not, you know, not, not 100%. <laughs> like, I'm not, you know, Beyonce or nothing, but I, I try, you know. <laughs> but, you know <laughs> but, you know, you know I, I take music mm-hmm. um, as my escape, I yeah. think. And, and being able to either relate to a song you're listening to and realizing that it's connected to something you're going through right now or a happy moment that you've had in the past. Yeah. I think that's that's my go-to is to, you know, release with music. Um, and I've, I've had music a lot in my life, you know, and trying to use that as a way to um, enjoy life and to get rid of um, a lot of the stresses and things. You know, I've been through a lot with mm. stress and, you know, it's even sent me to the hospital, which is, which is kind of scary, you know. Mm. But I found out that I don't want stress to take over and I find the outlet. And for me, the outlet yeah. is music and you know, expressing what I can. Mm-hmm. We need to share a playlist because, you know, I'm very interested in, like, what you listen to because I love music, too. <laughs> like, we can definitely share a yeah, playlist. Yeah, Let definitely, me know. definitely Don't will. Give definitely me a number me... after this. Yeah, you go. About <laughs> <laughs> so because of corona, there are, like, a lot of freshmen who have never set foot on campus. So where is your favorite place on campus and where would you recommend they go first? My favorite place... um, like when I first got on campus, um, pre-COVID, was always a library. I think, mm. and and not that it you know connects to where I work now, you know, but um, <laughs> I, I've always liked the how the the library was laid out mm. and how you can look out the window and see you know so much of the city. Yeah. Um, and then of course, there's always you know the parking garage where you can see the whole strip. Mm. I love seeing that scenery and everything, and and yeah, I think my my go-to is probably the library, just because you have so much resources over there. Um, I know there's some new resources going in um, and some of the new things that came in right before COVID. So I'm hoping, mm. you know, once everything kind of settles down, people can use those resources. So that's probably my go-to place and, you know, just finding a good spot on campus in the grass and just sit and relax. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I miss pre-COVID college days. Yeah. That was a good year. I'm I'm a sophomore, but, like, that was a good year. That was a good first year. Yeah, like, I, going to the library just chilling, getting a little coffee, you know, going upstairs, yeah. reading a book, you know. <laughs> it was fire. I also miss all the, the events happening yeah. on campus. like Constantly <sighs> free t-shirts, free food, just walk around, you know. Yep. People had, like, Chick-fil-A, like, breakfast sandwiches. They were just handing them out one morning. I was like, yeah, I've this always, is legit. This yeah, I've always college. seen, like, pizza or the mm, canes. It's just yeah. like, you better grab it and get some food. Mm, like Before the stampede starts coming, because right? when people see other people going for some food, they're like, 
that's one thing like you can sucker a college student into doing anything is just like oh yeah we have free food but you know yep, you want to talk yep. about this that, that's what I do with my RSO is <laughs> pre-COVID was like we got free food if you want to you know partake in you know learning about certain resource on campus mm. or just you know getting to know other people that that, that was the go to so if you need yeah. to bring up any students free food free t-shirts you know free stuff that's free is for me you know exactly (laughs) like the amount of free t-shirts i have in my college in my closet now that i'm just like i cannot wear this anywhere but like the grocery store because like this doesn't fit my outfit or whatever i'm just like i just have so many free t-shirts from unlv (laughs) i'm just like i like you know you can bribe me with anything i mean don't don't take that advice you know and actually bribe me but like I don't know. <laughs> Girl, I'm just talking. But did you receive any guidance from mentors that helped you? And what was the best advice that you got from them? Um, I mean, really, the only guidance I had from the beginning, just because I didn't really connect with on campus, I didn't really do any organizations or really talk to any departments or anything like that. But um, the one person I can think of is my honors college mentor. And he mm-hmm. basically, some of the things that he told me was, you know, find where your classes are. Um, connect with you know, the students in your class because sometimes we're all struggling with the homework. We're all struggling mm, with the assignments. So, you know, <laughs> create some study groups, create, you know, some groups where you can figure out the homework or, hey, I, I got this part, but I didn't get that part. Mm. Um, and then also the find your textbooks oh, yeah. at a cheaper place or mm-hmm. buy them secondhand. That, that was my go-to. Like, I don't think I've lost money on a textbook yet. So, really? Yeah. I've Come always on. found it secondhand or... You know, and I usually, you know, sell them secondhand, like, hey, you know, mm. I spent, you know, this much on a book and it's still worth that. It's still good condition. So I haven't lost money yet. And I think I've made a couple bucks on a couple books. But, Hold you know. Hold on. You're a genius. I never even thought about <laughs> selling my old textbooks. Nah, you're a genius. Like, <laughs> you got the IQ. Like, yep. If it's not like a coded <laughs> one, one you have to have an online code for. Yeah, they definitely see if anybody in. needs it, especially with your 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 first or second semester classes are all mm. on 100 levels they're all basic more the basic class where everyone seems mm. to kind of take those like your seminars your english or whatever those books get reused most of the time sometimes mm. they get updated and sometimes you, you, know, you realize well i can give it to somebody so they can learn something off of it you know it might not be for helpful for that class but you know information is key man yeah absolutely <laughs> what are some things you wish you knew before your first day on campus i think the first thing i wish i had known when i first stepped on campus was about getting involved. Mm. You know, I went two years being a commuter student, not doing anything. And now that I have been involved on campus, I'm doing a lot of different things. I wish I had started sooner Mm. Um, because, you know, depending on how fast you get through college or how long it takes you, you know, you always wish you had done something earlier. Mm. And I think knowing that being able to get involved on campus and get to know that there's community people that either have similar interests to you or have similar stories to you, Mm. um, I think is key. And then um, something else I wish I had known is to uh, reach out to people and ask questions, whether it's, you know, departments on campus like the Writing Center or the Career Center or things like that. Mm. But ask questions, I think. And that's one of the things I always like to tell new freshmen coming in or anyone that asks questions is, uh, something that has stuck with me as a professor actually said to me this semester, which is kind of something I always like to say is the, uh, there is no such thing as a stupid question. The only mm. stupid question is the question you don't ask. Talk because, about it. Okay, knowledge. <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> there are times where you're in a class and you have a question, but you're too scared to ask it. But if mm. I would rather students ask the question and know the answer um, and only have that scare moment for a second or two yeah. than not know that answer for months upon months or if ever, you mm. know, and. I think, 
you know, asking those questions because no question is dumb. Like everyone seems to always need to know some form of information. Mm. And it's better to know the information and get the resources that you need than, you know, go through college and not know that there's a writing center or what you can get a career center or the library, how they how they have the textbooks, Mm -hmm. you know, on for reserves. You know, if you don't ask these questions or you don't know who to reach out to, you know, always find somebody What's your professor um, you know, a mentor or even just someone in a group or friends or whatever, ask the question, you know, mm-hmm. it's not, no, no question is a dumb question. Yeah. I do feel bad for like the freshmen who are just coming from um, a senior year and then they just coming into college and this is their first year. I really do feel bad for them because I'm just like, freshman year is like where you get your feet wet. You're just like, mm-hmm. okay, I don't know what's going on, but I'm figuring it out slowly. And just like not having that experience is like, I mean, you can still have that experience later, but just like. It's not the same. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, if you're listening to this and you're a freshman, you're just like, I don't know what to do, you know, or like look up your RSOs like on. You can see a whole bunch of clubs. There's a lot of things are online. The writing center is online. Um, people can look at your resume online, all of that. So if y'all, you know, need those resources, you do pay for them. So, you know, please use them. Yeah, might as well. You mm. make that money worth it, you know? Yeah, they're, like... They're, they're making you pay it. Might as well get get <laughs> some good resources and good information out of it. We're, yeah. Make them work for their money, you know? Exactly. <laughs> like, we're paying a lot of money to go on college online when you're sitting in your, like, your living room, your bedroom, and you're just basically teaching yourself. Mm-hmm. But just, like, you have resources. You have people that can help you and want to help you. So just... You know, find your people or just find that place that you're just like, okay, this person likes to look over my essay. They do a really good job wherever you're at the writing center. I know their name and all that. Just, you know, get familiar with the resources, y'all, please. <laughs> so um, did your expectations of college meet the reality? I think it it kind of did, actually. Um, I originally came from uh, a career and technical school uh, mm. called East Korean Technical Academy. I went to Southwest Korean Technical there Academy. There you go. Okay. Look at us. Yeah. But, you know, I I think the way that they set up those that school and that high school experience, having that those block schedules, mm. has definitely made it easier transition to college and learning what college is more like. Yeah. Um, and I think because when you go to one of the career and technical schools, you have, you know, your basic English, science, math classes, but you also have something like a program similar mm. to a, mi- um, a major here at UNLV or any university. Yeah. And having, you know, you have your core stuff that which you like you would do in college and you would have something you're interested in studying. And I think that just knowing, having that experience and then kind of getting a little bit more information from my, co- my high school about what college should be like or um, how... I guess the class structure should be. Mm. Um, I think it has definitely met my expectations for that. Um, but of course, there's always been new things I'm learning every single day on campus. So there, maybe it hasn't met all the expectations or all my knowledge, but it definitely has followed a lot of um, what I've been told, at least based off of you know high school experiences and things like that. Mm. Yeah, going to, I mean, I went to Southwest, but yeah, that school really, I mean, in my experience, they kind of overdid it. Because they talk about, like, oh, your professor won't allow you to, like, come in late. Your professor won't allow you to turn in assignments late. Like, I'm preparing you for college. And it's like, professors are the late ones. Like, right? Yeah. people are waiting outside for their professors. Like, yeah, we have to email true. your that's professor true. about grading your work. And you're just like, hey, like, is this going to be available soon? Or, like, you have to talk to your professor about your 
most of my professors I've ever had have been like really chill and they just like okay well this is the whole how the whole class is gonna be if you have any questions email me goodbye and I'm like okay (laughs) well but just like do not be nervous if you're coming into college and you think it's gonna be like super hard super strict just I mean it's a lot more difficult because of the pandemic you're kind of having to teach yourself a little bit but um there's once again there's resources that we talked about like there's also tutoring so yeah, I mean, if you manage. if you connect with your professor or you let them know what situations you're going through, mm. like, trust me, there's been times where I have been, like, family life or just world yeah. life has just, you know, been falling apart and things mm-hmm. like that. And if you talk to your professors, they understand. They've probably been through similar situations or, mm-hmm. s- or understand the situation you've been through. So if you need an extra, you know, couple of days for that, ex- that um, turning in that essay or, you know, hey, you know, I'm, you know, not in the best space to take this exam. Is there a way mm-hmm. we can reschedule or do something? You know, I think professors definitely have given a lot more leeway especially during the pandemic with Mm. you know people having internet issues like connection issues or you know people can't get on a specific time because they have a working schedule to work around Mm. and i think you know professors have definitely gotten a lot easier on with a pandemic but it's also you know it's not you know everything is due by this time and you know you have to be x amount of pages you know right you know hundreds of pages of essays every semester like no it's professors are a little understanding they're definitely understanding as to you know what a college student goes through they know you have multiple classes Mm. they understand that they're not the only class and they everything you can do by tomorrow you know be working and stuff yep children like it's a whole thing yeah everyone has a different story not everyone's coming out of coming out of high school and going straight to college a lot of people either come back after you know, they've been in the workforce or they have a family or, mm-hmm. you know, or just want to finish that degree, but it's taking them, you know, 40 years or whatever. And yeah. I think that's a big thing. You know, they understand everyone's in a different situation. Everyone has been through different life experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Girl, I just love hearing you talk. You should have your own <laughs> podcast, girl. <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> Enjoy my podcast. You know what? You know, I bought the mic, you know, come in soon. Maybe. I don't know. Um. So what can we do at UNLV to help first-generation college students navigate college? What are some resources you recommend? I mean, we already talked about it, but just like to reiterate. Yeah, I think some of the big resources um, is, you know, getting to know like the intersection where we work or um, get to know certain organizations like First Generation Club, you know, get to have those resources to have a community of people working for you or knowing your situation or been through the same stuff. Um, and then just going through and finding resources on campus, whether it's Writing Center, Career Center, um, involvement, uh, involvement Center with, you know, our different RSOs and things. I think just being able to see what all is out there for you and taking every opportunity you can. Mm. Now, obviously, don't, you know, overload your schedule with a bunch of club meetings and getting fall behind in classes. But, yeah. you know, find find the few things that you think are really interesting and, and go for it. Mm. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So are there any social medias or projects that you're working on that you'd like to shout out? Any people you like to shout out? Let us know. Yeah, sure. Um, some of the things um, I've been working on is, of course, you know, First Generation Club. We are definitely working on, you know, creating bunch, bunch of, a bunch of different um, events for students, whether that is um, like we just had one last week that was the Writing Center to give them helpful tips on writing essays as well as scholarships and things. Mm. Um, we have one in a couple weeks that is going to be for um, career services, so learning out resumes and cover letters and and things like that. Um, we're also coming up with like trivia nights and game nights coming up soon to have, mm. you know, sometimes midterms, you need a break. So yeah. we're definitely doing those. So if you want to learn more about any of those information resources, um, 
we have uh, our Instagram at Instagram, which our handle is at UNLV1GC. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to learn more about those, lots of stuff is posted on there. Um, I'm also helping working out um, for next year's First Generation Week. I'm trying to help make sure there's different departments on campus that are getting involved and ha- giving resources to students. Like we're, for, there's enough first generation students on campus that we need to be seen, we need to be heard, and we need all the information we can. Yeah. Um, so definitely give look up for those. Um, I know Intersection and First Generation Club is also involved with those. So keep you know looking at their information as well, um, and just you know find something to do. Um, those are my biggest uh, things I'm working on, really. Right on. But just like, I want to add some resources to that. If you guys want to look up the, I mean, MSI Student Council, they sponsor this podcast. So if you guys want to get, we have some events going on. So UNLV underscore MSISC for our Instagram. And the intersection also has an Instagram, UNLV intersection. So we have a panel that's coming up. And, like, if y'all want to pull up and just learn about, you know, women and just being a first-generation student, I'm, I know I'm doing an interview with um, Dr. Fain later this semester that we can just talk about first-generation students. So have a look out for that. But, yeah, just there are so many resources. Just look up, like, at UNLV, and there's going to be RSOs. Just look through their Instagrams. So just... Pay attention and just, like, take advantage because y'all got it. Y'all got it. Okay? Um, so one of the other things I'm also working on, um, which is First Generation Club in general, um, is we are actually opening our doors wider than we have ever before. Mm. Um, a lot of the university um, definitions of first generation is, you know, students that either their parents didn't go to college or didn't finish at a foreign institution or didn't have, you know, didn't finish with a degree. Mm. Um, for first generation, we actually are working on opening up the doors where it's more about, you know, just learning about resources and you know, wanting to know more. Um, we have, you know, example we use for our organization right now is, you know, your parents may be doctors or lawyers and obviously have finished their college degrees, mm-hmm. but you want to do a graphic design. Those resources That's are going to be different that you're going to need. Yeah. Um, so obviously having that um, background, you know, with your family, they may be able to tell you the common core a little bit, but they're not going to have much information about your actual major or something connected. Mm. So we have kind of opened up, like if anyone has, you know, that kind of family background where your parents did finish, but you're doing something outside of your friend's circle or your family life or anything like that. You know, we've opened up our doors a lot. And especially with pandemic right now, we've opened up to basically any student that's trying to figure out how to go to school in a pandemic, Mm. you're basically first generation. So, you know, having that um, space to give them and have them have a way to just have somebody to reach out to, ask questions to, get resources from. Um, I think first generation has definitely opened up a lot of doors and just being first generation in general, whether that's first generation student, first generation um, immigrants and things like that, like having that open space for them, I think is something that we, we really are so super proud to have, um, created and working on as well wow okay they're there to help you and like take advantage of your resources take advantage of your college life because people say that this is going to be the best like for or you know how many years you're in college this best years of your life so even though we're in a pandemic you know you still don't have to like fall behind or just feel left out or whatever and feel like you're just going to zoom university basically you can definitely (laughs) you can definitely like take advantage and like meet new people cool people like okay so 
Yeah, whether it takes yeah, four years or 40 years, <laughs> yeah. make the most of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So thank you for listening to You Gonna Listen. I'm your host, Karen Jean Charles, and I will see y'all next week. Yeah.